Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of Tending Trauma with me, your host, Thomas F. Weber. Today, we are joined by, by Mitrei Miliana, and um, I'm very excited to have her on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Thomas, for having me. It's great to be here with you. Thank you. Um, could you take a moment to introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. I'm a holistic psychotherapist um, who's worked quite a bit with trauma. Um, I'm also a sound healer, so I use sound in, in, in the work, as well as a women's empowerment and spiritual teacher. And I help women heal from trauma, liberate themselves from patriarchy, and find their voice and power and purpose. Wow. Um, I'm, 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 so I'm, I'm curious, like, uh, as you've done that work, um, have you noticed anything that um, kind of comes up as a pattern or, or that you've noticed, like, amongst, um, in, in your work healing women? Yeah, one of the most important things that I've noticed, or there have been several, of course, but mm. one thing that really stands out is how how much women's voices are repressed or suppressed mm. or oppressed. Um, that the voice is really, there's just a significant closure around it um, mm. that kind of points to the place of, of trauma, as well as, of course, other, you know, just sexual abuse and so on. Right. But it sh everything shows up in the voice and it's always, um, it's just across the board. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, funny how, well, maybe not funny, maybe more like um, just common sense at some, to, some level, to some level, but, you know, I, I grew up in a Western culture. So, you know, the chakras weren't, weren't taught in my household and it, you know, but, but it, it is interesting how some of those, those things like um, you, your voice can, can be impacted when, when you're being told to, to be quiet about what you're going through. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's, that's the silencing that happens, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And whether it's a child or whether it's, you know, somebody who's had, had trauma, it's like there's, you experience this horrific situation and on top of it, you're, there's this pressure to stay silent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty incredible. Do you, do you think that it's related to like trauma and perhaps like also like, like being yourself, you know, people being told not to. Yeah. You know, and you know, it actually, I didn't realize this, but I learned this much later that there's actually a physical reason for this, you know, which we don't think about because mm. we often will think we say, why don't people speak out? Mm -hmm. But there is literally the vagus nerve that, mm. which is the largest nerve in the body mm -hmm. that spreads through or travels through the whole torso and as well, of course, the brain. Um, but it, there's literally a cellular nervous system response to, to holding it in because yeah. wherever the, the trauma is experienced is literally a physical, a natural physical inclination to, to not speak. And it's very much around the throat. Um, yeah, well, yeah. it's just, that's just so fascinating that like, you know, just the, the mere act of, of, of not communicating to another 
you know, person that you know you can you you know you're communicating to can have such a physical reaction, have such like a you know tense tense intensifying like cellular sometimes like reaction yeah. to the to the whole experience of not expressing yeah yeah so it's really across the board and you mm. know gender doesn't matter it's just really across okay. the board yeah yeah i see like sure like with men being told not to absolutely. have emotions or absolutely and that's i think the trauma for men mm. or male identified people yeah you know, that there is this don't feel and if even if you feel don't show and it's it's mm. just heartbreaking to see that how much gets stifled and again it's the voice we go back to the voice you know you don't cry don't express it's this right. whole thing of expression the full expression of who we are as people um has is sort of you know censored and uh, yeah there's a whole social indoctrination around that mm. that i think is really what we're up against here uh, yeah. the stage in humanity, you know, with the whole Me Too movement. And, mm -hmm. and I think, you know, hopefully everybody will go through their version of that. Yeah. To come out and speak. It, it does seem funny that it's, it does seem like kind of a global phenomena, you know, at least within like Western, Western culture. I, I know I've seen it. Um, I know that um, it's still like present in places like Japan, although it's, you know, that's been also heavily influenced by Western culture. Mm -hmm. um have you seen it elsewhere like in in india or china definitely i mean i'm okay. from india so i've definitely had my own personal experience of it and i think it's across the board i think wow. it's across every culture um except maybe you know i would think maybe some very indigenous traditions sure where that, that don't have the same yeah i've heard good things roles. about mm -hmm. australian um mm -hmm culture yeah yeah hmm. yeah so yeah <laughs> um in, in your in your experience like it, is the is it um just a matter of like um being able to communicate that stuff or is there like yeah so more? it's yeah you know, so what happens with trauma is so what happens with trauma the voice and expression let's just talk about that a little yeah. bit so when there's a traumatic event you know whether it's physical or emotional or verbal or sexual whatever the, the trauma is the whole body there's either fight fight flight or freeze and those are the three things that happen on a nervous system level and so and then on top of it you know so often trauma is within the family so there's just this natural web of keep it within. Don't betray the people who are, whom you're supposed to be loyal to, who care about you and love you. And, you know, and also the, the desire to be loved and accepted and safety as well, you know, for, for children or you know, teenagers who are still dependent on their families. There's just a sense of safety. I must not speak out against a parent. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then whether it's somebody known, most of the traumatic situations happen with known people, with family mm. or friends. So there's this always a sense of danger. And so what that happens is it, it pushes the person into a form of isolation. I see. A cage of isolation that 
And then what happens with all that happens is they turn it against themselves. What's wrong with me? Did mm -hmm. I invite this? Um, I'm bad. And, you know, particularly around sexual abuse or even emotional abuse, mm -hmm. there's this, when it's coming at you, it's an attack. It's a violation. So it's really, it's pretty, it's virtually impossible to, to not take it in and make it about you. You know, that so it sense. generates the sense of badness and shame and guilt and fear. And all of these unite to keeping the silence and maintaining the silence. Wow. So unless there's a support system, unless there's a good outreach system, unless there's a good environment, like maybe in the school or the college or mm -hmm. um, a safe place, place where people can go to that's outside of the environment where they experience the trauma mm -hmm. if that's not available then it just keeps the person in that silence until at some point in their life hopefully they will be and hmm. find such an environment where then they can speak out about it and that's when the expression can begin it's, it's all about safety and yeah that it's okay to talk about this that validation yeah yeah, I mean, that's, it's kind of, it, it seems like it, it almost kind of props itself up like that, like you're, like you're saying, like this, the safety concern is, is really valid, you know, for a lot of people who, if they lose their family, they lose their means of staying stable financially or, or, you know, in, in a house um, and, um, you know, being able to talk out about it might change that situation for them. Right. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's so important for, for, you know, if, for, if people have or are experiencing trauma to find, mm. to reach out and find those support people or support mm. environments where, you know, they can speak about it and to, to really know that you're not alone. You're not mm. alone. Mm. You're not the only one who has experienced this. And that's what a Definitely. lot of people really struggle with. Do they? You're not alone. There's so many others, <laughs> you know, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. It seems like we're all kind of going through this mm -hmm. collectively. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, like, it, it sounds like really important part of what you're doing is to help people feel safe enough um, to, to express what what happened and, and to be able to process through um, their, their traumatic um, response to it, um, which probably often, you know, has some level of um, internal uh, critical nature to it. Yes, there's always that inner critic that, that turns against the person internally. And that's, that's important to be worked with, that the beliefs that get internalized, you know, about who you are and about what's mm. possible. And even in relationship, who is safe to trust, all of that gets scrambled. Uh, so it's hard. Trust is a huge issue for, for people who've experienced trauma. Who can I trust? How do I, you know, the act, so many times is people can be too trusting or too mm. gullible or not, or just hold back and withdraw. So it's that whole assessment and discernment with who's reliable and safe and trustworthy gets scrambled. Um, yeah. I'm so I'm curious, you know, if you've ever 
worked with someone or, or, or had the discussion or, or thought about like, you know, from, from the perspective of someone who maybe doesn't want to keep perpetuating this thing that we're all going through, you know, if they're, you know, actively wanting to participate in, you know, preventing someone from going through that, you know, from, from having their voice silenced. Um, are there any like trip ups or, or, um, or things you, you, you've noticed that that would help someone who's trying to make that transition? You mean for a person who's been traumatized? So for a person who wants to avoid traumatizing others, ah, like they want okay. to create a safe environment. And who has not traumatized someone before. Well, <laughs> or, has, or has been, a I mean, I mean, I this mean, is, it's a, it's a hypothetical, it's a hypothetical question, but, right. but, yeah. uh, um, well, you know, I think everyone needs to really, I think, I mean, this is me as a therapist, yeah. it's not everybody's perspective, I understand, but I think we all need to be really reflective hmm. and develop our sensitivity. Mm. Because our perspective, how we come across, can trigger somebody else. And, you know, so often we, I think a lot of us walk around thinking everybody else is like us. But yeah. we all have different sensitivities. We all have different histories. And we don't know how we impact each other. You know, so I think for someone who wants to create a safe space, mm -hmm. it is to, to really be attuned not only to what you are feeling and, and saying and expressing, but how is the other person receiving that? How is the other person responding to that? What happens to that person? Does it, you know, sometimes a very seemingly innocent remark can bring yeah. up a world and can trigger a whole experience for somebody else. And again, this is part of the silencing where, you know, it's like, I didn't say that. Why don't you get what I'm saying? Um, but to really understand that we are universes unto ourselves and to see if we can truly care enough to listen hmm. to someone else's experience. You know, and I think when there's that genuine desire to hear the other person, to see the other person, to know what's happening for the other person from a place of care and compassion, even if you don't understand it. Um, I think that creates safety and generates trust. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, that, that makes perfect sense. You know, it, it almost feels like having that capacity would be a, what, like, like you were describing, like in these environments where someone would be able to communicate you know that, that there are some people that genuinely want to know yeah yeah exactly hmm. that's really profound thank you you're welcome yeah i'm um i'm i'm excited for you know more of that to be part of the um the collective like awareness and understanding of like you know, being able to acknowledge that, um, you know, a lot of us are, like you were saying before, like kind of entrapped inside of ourselves and maybe in that, you know, in that trauma, um, acting in ways that keeps us from being curious mm -hmm. and compassionate. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, it, it just doesn't, it, it, sometimes it just feels like it's just kind of collapsing in on itself every generation. It does. It does. It does feel like that. And yet, you know, there's definitely a way out. And that's been both my personal experience and, you know, yeah. and, it, and it, with clients. it also feels like, you know, there's, there's been a momentum, you know, lately over the last you know, five or 10 years that there's been a lot of, like you were saying, like the Me Too movement and, you know, even, even uh, uh, ther- in it, th- therapy wise that there's been, you know, a shift in, in use of modalities and, and more acceptance around hypnosis and um, other forms of like kind of getting into and understanding that those roots. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, speaking more on like the, the positive end, cause you know, you, you also work in that to, to that, that realm, you know, helping people find their, um, their truth, power, heart, soul purpose. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's that's the healing part. That's, Uh, That's the empowerment part. And, um, you know, it's, it's not neatly divided like trauma and then, you know, wellness. I think it's, Mm. it's, it's a, it's a more of a spiral. Like we, Hmm. we, we do some work and then we might touch on some deeper trauma. We might find more strength and then we, there's more to heal. It's just like the unraveling of an onion Hmm. and, um, it's not linear and that's, you know, cause everyone has something or the other that some challenge or the other. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's very, to me, it's very fulfilling when someone can speak out and find their voice or express themselves. And it's not just to talk about the trauma, but to express who they are, you know, to express um, themselves, their, their happy selves, their, their confident selves, their proud selves, their achieving selves, and as well as their gifts. Hmm. Because uh, trauma can take away self-esteem. And, you know, that, mm. that when you start tapping into that, it's so exciting because then it's literally like the cage door gets opened and the wow. person gets to come out and fly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a wonderful, wonderful process um, and very exciting and mm. uh, to see someone just come alive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like extrapolating what you're saying um, onto like, you know, what we were saying before about, you know, just how, how much it seems like people are traumatized, like it, it just seems like there's a lot of potential um, to, to be, to still yet, yet to be unlocked. Absolutely. And that is, that is, that's so true. I love that you said that there is that much potential. Hmm. I mean, I think we're functioning at five <laughs> to 10% of our potential. I mean, there is so much more to wow. who we are. Really? You know? And yeah. And it's just, hmm. we are remarkable. And I don't think we haven't come close to realizing how amazing each of us are. And so every step that a person takes towards that, you know, makes them feel good. And it's in that feeling good Mm -hmm. that is the motivation for them to take the next step towards their potential. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That, that like, you know, as a, as a, as a person going through like the work, you know, that, that there would be like layers to it, you know, back and forth into 
you know, understanding like what it's like to express yourself, what it's like to um, manifest your uh, interests into the world, and then mm -hmm. reflecting on how you you've been trapped and you you know that you, you're stuck in that in that cage a little bit and going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know it's coming out, and then you go back and bring another piece of you out, and you come out mm -hmm. a little bit more, and and it's. It's just, you know, it's we do this throughout our lives. I don't think um, anyone who's really living ever stops. Mm. Oh, okay. That. Interesting. Yeah. That's if helpful too. In, if they're interested in growing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. There's, there's always, there's always possibility you're saying of, 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 a, of, a, of a deeper, richer understanding. Yes. There wow. Is. And that's, that's, that's a nice hopeful thing. As long as, you know, you, um, have the will that there's, there's still a way to, to keep, um, gaining a richer understanding. There's always a way, hmm. there's always a way. And, um, that's, yes, there's always a way. And I think that's just who we are as the human spirit. We will find and can find a way. Yeah. Do you, I, I'm just curious, like, if you're willing to share, like for yourself, like if you feel like you've been able to blossom um, and uh, grow as a person still, like as you've been doing this, this other work to help other people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, I think it, it fuels me and um, it is, it is my, my growth um, hmm. for why I'm here to, to, to support people to do this. And um it's like I said, it's the most rewarding thing to see someone transform for me. Mm. And it's, it just, it fulfills me, you know, to, when, to, to start working with someone who might be in pain or facing a certain challenge or feeling um, held back or like they can't express something. And, you know, I can, both relate on a personal level so i know exactly what that feels like and mm -hmm. what they're up against as well as how to work with it professionally so um each time when somebody you know makes these strides or opens to a different experience of themselves or their own potential um it's tremendously rewarding yeah. wow uh, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine yeah. getting to watch someone yeah. go from being being a kind of self self uh, contained to to being fully expressed. Yes, I'm sure that's a very beautiful thing to get to experience. Yeah, it is. Do you feel like, in in terms of uh, in terms of the the people you've helped, do you, do you feel like there's there's anything that um that you know, I, I know that it's like a back and forth thing and that maybe there's like a teasing each side. Um, is there anything that you consistently come back to and see is like, you know, like you mentioned the safety thing um, as being really important to being able to express yourself. So if you, if you are trying to, um, you know, unleash your, your inner um, power, mm -hmm. um, is there anything um, beyond like the, the safety component to, um, being able to to get there 
Yeah, so safety is the first, the first and foremost. And once the person feels safe, um, you know, I think it's it's helpful for everyone to to have a guide, mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah. that and whomever that looks like, whether it's a therapist or however they find, uh, you know, some person who who knows the territory and can support them, uh, and walk with them into places that. You know, we can't walk into alone by ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think, and as a therapist, I hold just such a, a tremendous belief in each person that they have the strength, they have the power, they have their truth. And I think my knowing that, mm. you know, comes into the space. And, um, but also, I think leading each person to tap into, to find it for themselves, within within themselves. And I think um, that when they connect with their truth, their mm. power, you know, it's not my saying anything, but when they connect with those parts of themselves and feel that courage and they're not affirmed in that way, then there's a yes that comes from them, which is... Mm. You know, which is that they're finding their own strength. They're finding their who they are and what they want to say, and that is okay. It's the permission, the permission to be who you are. Wow. A lot so, of times, along with the trauma, it's like the, the permission is taken away. Oh, okay. So they, a lot of people like kind of deny themselves permission, and then it takes a mm-hmm. while of like. Mm-hmm. encouragement to yeah. finally reclaim that yeah that yeah. makes sense Cause, yeah because a lot of times people will play small or be quiet you know um or you know it's not safe or i i can't do this or i'm not worth this or you know these are all the the, the internal messages the internal tapes that get conditioned and programmed and um it's turning those tapes around. It is, you know, introducing new beliefs and helping them find their own beliefs, which are self-affirming instead of self-sabotaging or self-destructive. And to find it with, in in a way that may not feel like hard work, Mm -hmm. but have a sense of ease and comfort and be soothing and playful and creative. Um, I think oftentimes people think, you know, therapy is hard work and it can be, but I think there's also uh, a gentleness with the process that, that I think is essential. Wow. Yeah. Um, in terms of the process, like uh, um, you're like uh, the founder of the, temple of sound healing and um you um also teach other people to to apply this mm-hmm. so i'm i'm curious like um with within that within teaching other people to to apply this um mm-hmm. is there any work that you end up doing with the the people that you teach um to to be able to to gain some sense of security in themselves before they um you know work work through through your um foundation 
Yeah, so mainly the people who come to me for those workshops are themselves, you know, therapists or mm. in the health wellness coaches. So they're already well accustomed to, to that. So they're not, okay. you know, the practitioners, I see. practitioners coming up. So they're not, you know, lay people. <laughs> um, although they are for first one of the workshops, but the others, they're mostly health wellness practitioners. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they're familiar with doing their own work. They're familiar with the, the terrain. And of course they apply to themselves. We all, I think any real person in the health wellness mm-hmm. field um, needs to and does apply to themselves. There is a certain amount of self-healing that needs to happen with any new modality. You try it out on yourself. You're your first guinea pig. And then, mm-hmm. and then it's, um, you know, then, you know, then I obviously I teach them about trauma, some of some ports of trauma. Trauma is huge. It's a huge uh, universe. So I teach them some aspects about trauma and also how to work with trauma with sound, hmm. uh, which to me has been really an extraordinary modality for 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 working with wow. trauma yeah what what do you like about that um as a as compared to like other modalities well for one it bypasses the whole world of words hmm. yes. <laughs> 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 which we can get so caught yeah, up in right so and totally so, yeah so it, it totally bypasses the linear mind and so right away, it's, it's going to sound. So, you know, I don't think there's a person in the world who doesn't respond to music mm-hmm. or to the sounds of nature. Yeah. Right? We just do. And they're, they're naturally soothing. So it's, it's a nervous system response. As a, so we're coming in from a different door, as it were. We're not coming in through the door of words. And, and that's where people, it, it can get stuck there. We can get stuck hmm. and keep looping in that realm. But we're literally coming in through an, into the house through another door, which is mm. through sound, so that the body and the nervous, we're working with the body and the nervous system. We're not asking the person to think and what do you believe and all of that. Yeah. But the sound itself is working on a cellular level. Wow. And so the, 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 the healings and the shifts and the transformations that I've experienced with the clients have experienced has just been exponentially quicker <laughs> and definitely not quote unquote work. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I've heard very, um, very positive reviews from um, sound therapists and, and people using like different um, frequencies and, and uh, tones to, to, you know, help, help people transition their, their mindsets. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's wonderful. It's really a remarkable new modality. So it's very exciting, actually, for yeah. humanity at this point, because it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be yeah. one, you know, it, it changes the whole paradigm. <laughs> that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, that's, do you, do you feel like it's something that does tend to work on, um, most people, you know, without, without words, without language. Yes. Okay. It does. Wow. It does. And the, so it makes it accessible to large numbers. Yeah. You know, it's no longer the one-on-one therapy and hours and years of it, but you can literally administer sound to vast numbers of people. 
Wow. At the same time. That's, um, I, you know, I, I, I assume, you know, that, or I mean, maybe I assume incorrectly, um, that like, it's, it's important to have like a facilitator there to guide the, guide the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is of course important. Um, that makes and, sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is though encouraging, you know, that, that there, that it, there exists, you know, and I, and I appreciate, you know, the more of these modalities that are coming out that, you know, kind of retie this into, you know, that, you know, uh, emotions are being held in the physical body and that, you know, there, there is this, um, level of, you know, sound and, and frequency and, um, other, other forms of like, you know, interacting with the body, interacting, um, with the cells, um, to help change your, there, there are things that can be influenced. There are things that can be changed. And I know that for so long, it's been a confusing conundrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're, you're absolutely right. It has been a conundrum. That's the perfect word for it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like we have something else. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, you know, like if, if um, you feel like it would be possible to um, expand like even, even the sound modality, because it, it sounds like it, it would be like a great uh, modality for the purpose of like kind of spreading the, um, the, the use of it um, to, to helping like large, large numbers of people. Like, let's just say like that was like, you know, suddenly it was, it got famous and um, people were like really interested in applying it and stuff. Would there, in, in your, um, in your estimates, like, would there be anything like really important as like these societies were beginning to use um, uh, this, this modality to, to try and like change? Um, I'm not sure. If so, so I'm, so I, I guess it's another hypothetical question. So in this case, um, it would be like, if, um, so some, sometimes I, I get, I get hopeful that like, you know, we, we might see like a, a, a shift in like, um, public, public picking up, you know, a certain, certain modality or picking up like a certain line of line of thought, you know, and, and, um, I'm curious, you know, within that, um, if, if there was, you know, if you suddenly got flooded with, um, a bunch of different, um, potential clients that wanted to work with you and, and it just got so big that you, you know, you, you needed to like, um, plan out, plan out more if you were going to see them all. Um, if there would be other, uh, any, anything else that you would be, um, specifically supportive of, you know, like to, to emphasize like listening to other people and being open and curious to seeing other people or, or setting up, um, systems of, of secure, of security and, and support. Yeah, I think all of those would would apply. You know, I, I mean, I think you're referring to how how would how would something like this grow? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So it, it shifts the the paradigm. I mean, you can do one on one, but I think mm-hmm. it take, also takes it beyond one on one that mm-hmm. you can work with sound with, in groups, and um, you know, and and then groups can. You know, it's 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 it doesn't take. It doesn't have to be, it's a, it's a wonderful adjunct for anyone who's in the health and wellness. So mm. if you're a therapist or even a doctor or a chiropractor or 
a health coach, you know, it's, it's a wonderful modality you can bring in. And so, or even a yoga teacher, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's, there's ways because it's, 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 it doesn't need years of training Mm. to become a sound therapist. It's something that you can, somebody can easily implement and include in whatever you're working with, which means there's already a network of health people you know, professionals. So it builds upon the, the current network. And so it's, but yet it adds so much more. Wow. Yeah, that's, no, I mean, that's really promising for me. And, and you know, it's something that I try and think about, you know, is, a, is how, how are we, how are we all going to get, get out of this, you know? Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, it makes sense that there, there's like naturally that there's going to be layers of um, iteration that, you know, there's going to be circles of people that find themselves in a healthy community. And through that, you know, it can branch out into universities and branch out into like wider, you know, religious communities, like other other kinds of groups of how, however people gather and, and collect and share a space with each other. Um, but um, it, it is very encouraging to, to think about, you know, how um, it's not impossible and it's not, it doesn't need to take years and years to train and, and to go through. Right. Yeah. And I'm very hopeful. Um, the other piece is it's not just about healing, but it's also about awakening. You know? hmm. And it doesn't have to be, again, it's not a linear thing. Like I think we, this is the new paradigm, the old paradigm, you do one thing and then you do the next. Hmm. With sound, everything happens at the same time. Hmm. So you can work on your body and your mind and your emotions and your spirit at the same time. And since everything is connected in holistic healing, um, it's just, it's, it's a whole, it's a wonderful, much, like I said, exponentially quicker is what I've seen wow. my work um, do. That's, that's great. Yeah. And, and, and if what, you know, what you're saying and, 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 you know, anything we can do to, um, un- unlock these people's, um, potential, you know, the, the faster and easier the whole, um, experience will become. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> it's exciting to share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> you've clearly, you've clearly been busy and, um, I, yeah. What, what, what turned you onto that modality in the first place? Did, did you experience it yourself or did you, um, yeah, so I'm a musician. I'm a classical oh. pianist. And that's, that's my, you know, so I've known ah, the okay. world of sound for a long time and it's very cool, but I didn't ever think it would be part of the healing work. Um, sure. I actually received guidance, like spiritual guidance, wow. um, which didn't make any sense to me at the time. I didn't understand how sound could be healing. So I totally understand if somebody's hearing, mm-hmm. the how can sound heal? So, uh, you know, but I first tried it on myself. I bought a crystal singing bowl and Mm-hmm. I had such profound experiences. So I started introducing it a little bit with my clients. And, um, and then I read a lot about it. And I, I did take some training. And, and it's, it's been just a remarkable uh, experience to see how much quicker people can heal wow. and without all the, the tangle of words and beliefs and yeah. You know, all that whole that's that that whole mass, if you set it aside, the body, the spirit, the heart just can move forward in much quicker ways. 
yeah, there is something, there is something somewhat magical about music that it yes. can, you know, it can make you feel scared or happy or a lot of very other really subtle emotions mm -hmm. that are kind of hard to describe, but right. definitely a, a possible, possible to, yeah. to, to, to thread through a, a, a musical piece or I'm sure a, a composition. Yeah. Yeah. And what about love about sound with trauma is that it works on, on the nervous system. Hmm. So it's, it's soothing. It soothes the nervous system and it, it's, it's, it brings together with trauma, there's a shattering that happens, a breaking. And sound, literally, my experience, it's like it knits everything together. It brings back what's been broken into a whole. It soothes the nervous system. It restores uh, the damage. And in such a beautiful, elegant, exquisite way uh, that the body understands, you know, we're used with therapy, like the person has to figure it out and do this. It's like we tap into the body's innate healing capacity and as well as the minds, you know, all our, we are ultimately whole beings. You know, hmm. we are not meant to be broken. And sound restores us to wow. our wholeness and uh, we are meant to be happy. We are meant to be whole. We are mm. meant to know joy and love and peace and harmony. And we don't know how to do this because we've been, you know, traveling the path of the mind for so long. Yeah. So it's not, clearly it's not taking us anywhere. But yeah. so what I've noticed and experienced personally and, you know, in the work with sound and why it's so powerful is that it does this and, the remarkable thing is the person doesn't have to feel like they're doing anything. They don't have to even know or even understand. Wow. I myself, if you ask me, I don't know half the physics of what's happening. Sure. And, and you yeah. said, you use, you use the right word, magic. There's something completely <laughs> magical about it. <laughs> yeah. Because we're working with vibration mm -hmm. and right. energy and our cells know. Yeah. I've heard there's something very mathematical about music and yeah. it, you know, it, if, if, if it's, if it's just hitting ourselves in the right frequency and that's getting them to, you know, mm -hmm. shift from the, you know, I've, I've heard that, you know, if you're, if you're upset in, in a stress response that you're, you're um, there's a, there's a just different, different frequency and it doesn't hit all of your, um, it doesn't, it, it creates um, changes in your DNA that represent, that present differently than if you're feeling happy it's a different vibration um so right. it makes perfect sense that you know through frequency you can influence stuff like that it's just very um very incredible <laughs> inspiring yeah yeah oh well i'm uh you you've peaked you've peaked my curiosity i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm certainly excited about this uh um i hope that we can we can connect um after this um but um in terms of uh kind of wrapping things up and um saying our goodbyes is there anywhere that um my audience can connect with you um they're equally or, or um personally inspired to, to work with you sure so i have two websites um the first one is my women's work and that's my name so it's um, m-y-t-r-a-e.com 
And um, they can also find my sound healing work at templeofsoundhealing.com. Thank you, my three. It was a pleasure having you. I really appreciate you um, and all of your insights. And, and it's clear that you've been um, having a lot of success in, in, in thinking about this very consciously. So I very much appreciate your insights. Thank you so much, Thomas, for, for having me on your podcast and for speaking with me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. All right. Well, for everyone listening, um, that's it for today. And we'll catch you on the next one.